Good morning, Braves fans. As we're recording, it is Sunday morning on May 30th. And yet again, here we are with a show that would be inappropriate to lead off with a joke. So last night, we we all got a little bit of news during the Braves-Mets game that... I, I don't I don't even have the right words to describe it. So um, I will start by sharing with you how how we all learned about it, um, assuming that there might be somebody listening to this who 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 hasn't seen this yet. So uh, as per usual, uh, Jeff Passan was on the story first, and his his initial tweets read like this. Atlanta Braves star Marcelo Zuna was arrested today and charged with aggravated assault, strangulation, and misdemeanor battery family violence in Sandy Springs, Georgia, according to jail records on the Fulton County website. Major League Baseball is expected to open an investigation into Marcelo Zuna following his arrest, sources tell ESPN. He could be subject to the league's domestic violence policy and faces a potential suspension. Marcelo Zuna, who is on the injured list with two broken fingers, signed a four-year, $65 million contract with Atlanta this offseason. He is a two-time All-Star who finished sixth in National League MVP voting last year. So, um, not good. Not good. Uh, the I, I think there were some people out there at that point still hoping that there were some details that would be uncovered that make it sound uh, a little less bad. Um, unfortunately for all of us, uh, quite the opposite happened when the Sandy Springs Police Department released their initial report, which read like this. Earlier today at 12.26 p.m., Sandy Springs police officers received a 911 call requesting they respond to a residence on Windsor Cove regarding an assault in progress. As officers arrived to the home, they heard screaming coming from inside and noticed the front door wide open. Due to the urgency of the known facts, officers entered the residence through the front door and witnessed the suspect grabbing the victim by the neck and throwing her against the wall. Officers were able to immediately take the suspect into custody without further incident. In addition to the strangulation attempts, the suspect also struck the victim with his arm, which had a cast from a previous injury. Um, boy, um, awful. It, it's just, it's, it's awful. It's, it's awful all around. It is disturbing it is sickening it is you know it has me very angry um you know it's just it is a terrible terrible situation and i want you know beyond making sure that the kids in this situation get the absolute you know care and help that they need because what a awful situation to be in for those for those children beyond anything else i never want to see him on my team again i never, never. want to see him in the league again 
And as far as I'm concerned, Alex, and I'm sure you and I both agree to this, I have no further plans to ever speak of the guy here on our show. This is this is absolutely the last we will speak of him. Uh, in my opinion, he does not deserve to have his name even uttered by the lowliest of podcasts. Um, We're pretty low. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, he is he is being held without bond, which is generally an indication that there is incredibly damning evidence against him, so much so that he doesn't need to be released to the public at all. Or considered, so, a, or considered a flight risk. Right. Right. At this point, uh, I don't believe there is any circumstance that that makes this situation even a little bit okay. Uh, and I definitely agree with you, Cam. Um, he he should be he should be banned from baseball. He should uh, if if for some unholy reason that doesn't happen, he should absolutely never wear the name Atlanta across his chest ever again. Um, and, and I, I, I really have nothing more and will say nothing more on the matter. You know, Alex, Alex and I both spoke last night, knowing that we were going to be recording today, trying to figure out how exactly the best, you know, best at least handle, you know, this situation here on the show. And we figured it would be best to just go ahead and get it out of the way here in the very beginning. So that way we could move on with the rest of today's episode and provide you, our faithful listeners, who we are very thankful to have, uh, a, a good time and a fun show, which we have in store for you. So, Alex, you ready to get things started? I am. Let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chatting Average Podcast with your hosts, Riley's Race and the Big Chop Man. Welcome to your friendly neighborhood Atlanta Braves podcast. Welcome to Chatting Average. I'm your host, Alex, joined as always by Mr. Cameron Matthews. Cam, how you doing today? What? Shaking, begging. Oh, there is so much shaking. So much. But before we get into all that, what are you drinking this morning? Uh, this morning, I am drinking a Zero Ultra Monster Energy drink because I am tired. <laughs> I never I never could get into the Monster Energy drinks. I, you I know, never, there was a I, period in my life where I drank like a Red Bull, at least a Red Bull every day. Yeah. Thankfully, um, you know, my, my, that period of time is behind me, so I don't have cardiologists beating my door down. I I go through these weird phases where... I'll go months without having, you know, an energy drink, but then I'll have like a two week stretch where I'll like drink one every other day or so. I don't know. I get into these weird phases with them. And so this week I'm in that phase because of uh, my hectic broadcast schedule. And I probably will stay in this phase for the next couple of weeks because because of exams and graduation and everything, my schedule is all over the place. So, yeah, yeah, uh, this is uh, much deserved this morning. Well, selfishly, let's uh, let's move into something else that we feel was well deserved. Speaking of drinks, <laughs> we have a little bit of news to share with you guys. 
Yeah! Uh, we are we we have been working on something for the show for for a little while now, and and we are finally to the point where we can announce this to all of you. Uh, the Chatting Average podcast has joined up with Sports Drink Media, the Whoa! same the same network that brings to you such fantastic podcasts. As the Platinum Sombrero with our friends Doc and Dylan. Yeah, buddy. So we're we're obviously very excited about this. this we're official is, now. Uh, this is an opportunity for us to get some some more listeners to the show. Uh, so so what does that what does that mean for you guys, the listeners? Uh, we we don't really know. Um, well. <laughs> we'll we'll get there. We'll figure. It's, it out. It's a good thing, I swear. It, it, but for now. Uh, we, we have, uh, we have retained all creative control of the show, so, uh, nothing major is going to be changing. Uh, un unfortunately for some of you, uh, we're going to be producing our same mediocre content that we've been producing for about a year and a half. Now. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Average. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. We will, we will continue chatting on an average basis and yeah. my... Might hear a new promo in in there every now and then, but uh, a huge shout out to uh, to to friend of the show Dylan Short for uh, for for getting us in here, and uh, it's it's great to be it's great to have uh, you know a partner that can help us out a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know th this is really cool, and it, you know it it's so funny how the timing just happened to work out that here on episode number fifty. By golly, uh, we get to announce this really cool news. So, you know, big thanks to all of you who have listened along the way so far. Um, you know, we really wouldn't be doing this had we, if we didn't have the, the great listeners that we do and the great friends that we were making along the way. And, uh, you know, and, and again, big shout out to Dylan, of course, too, for, for kind of making that bridge for us and, and getting us in front of the sports drink. Uh, leadership, so we're we're really happy about th this turn that the show is taking. But as always, uh, you can expect a new episode from us uh, each and every Monday, and uh, no nothing else will change beyond that. But we're we're just really excited to have this opportunity. Yeah, and and how about we made it to 50 episodes without giving up on this? That's... I'm gonna pat myself on the back for that for a little bit. Careful, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 50 episodes, man. Who who would have ever thought that starting a baseball podcast during a pandemic without baseball would have worked out the way it has? What do you know? <laughs> we had this great idea, and then baseball was like, we don't exist. And it was like, okay, well. Like, yes, we're going to talk about baseball. And baseball said, uh-uh. <laughs> All right, bet. <laughs> <laughs> But no, man, right, it, well, it's it's been it's been a really really fun ride so far. Uh, really you know, bad. we we have had the chance to chat with some really cool people here on the show. We've made some great friends. We've <laughs> we've made some fun slash ridiculous merch that we sell, which you can still find at teespringcom slash store slash chatting average podcast. See, nothing it's, changes. Yeah, nothing changes. I'm I'm still <laughs> going to reply on Twitter with links to our merchandise at inconvenient and inappropriate times like Big always that, that that's not going over so <laughs> that's not going away <laughs> so so let's let's transition back into the show a little bit after uh after patting ourselves on the back Whoop. um cam uh yes. there was 
there was a a story from this week that you yes. kind of teased on Twitter a little bit. But you wouldn't even tell me the full extent of the story uh, because you wanted me to hear it on the show. So without further ado, why don't why don't you get into that? (laughs) Okay, so um, I was supposed to call a game this past Tuesday night uh, at, at one of our local schools. Well, that game ended up getting postponed because of final exams this past week in high school. So that game actually got pushed to Friday evening as part of a double header. So basically, our local team was going to travel away and play two games at a nearby school in a neighboring county. Now, this neighboring school happens to be the worst team in our conference by a long shot. Um, through... Uh, through eight games, I believe they had a negative 72 run differential. Um, they have won a one single game all season long, and they have two players available off of their bench. They are not very good. So, uh, part of this doubleheader was the doubleheader was set up for four o'clock and seven o'clock. The four o'clock game, which I was not calling, got was ended in the fifth inning thanks to the mercy rule. The visiting team won 16 to 2. So I'm calling the 7 o'clock game, which the visiting team, my hometown team, wins 15 to nothing after five innings. So the home team got uh, mercy ruled in both games. Now, I will say that I was a little bit nervous going into this visiting game because I knew, for one, I was going to be up in the booth and there were going to be parents there. And I was going to probably be down talking their school because obviously they're not very good. The fortunate thing is throughout the game, it went fine. Like during the commercial breaks, the parents that were up there hanging out with me, you know, or chatting with me during, you know, and asking me stuff and um, I've made the comment one time about, you know, visiting team with another runner in scoring position. And one of the parents behind me says they've had runners in scoring position since they got off the bus this afternoon. So, you know, trying not to laugh, you know, so during, let me, yeah, let me, let me ask you a quick question here Okay. Uh, about something that already seems a little unusual. Okay. How and why were there Parents of uh, the opposing team's players in the booth with you. No, no, no. I, I, I was, on, I was at the away school. Like I was, I was on the road. Right. I was not, yeah. So uh, parent, parents of the home team. I, sh- I should have said. I misspoke there. Uh, well, regardless, par- parents of the team that your team was facing. Yes. Why? Uh, why were they in the booth? Uh, running the scoreboard, doing PA. It was, you know, it's like a singular room. Oh, okay. So yeah, so I mean, it, it, this is this is high school. It's not overly fancy. It's a singular room up above the field where the scoreboard is controlled and all that fun stuff. So okay, but it's people who were doing some kind of work, not just hanging out. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not no, just no. like the gallery. No, no, no. They 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 were up there, you know, like working the game as well. Okay. Uh, but but because they were basically sitting right beside me, they could hear every word I was saying. Okay. Fine. So yeah, yeah. But it it was fine though, because like you know they they knew that they have a bad team. You know they were very open to that. And at one point, 
it you know it was 11 to nothing and i go to the commercial and it's it, it's the third inning at this point it's 11 to nothing and i kind of glance over at him and one of the dads just shakes his head at me and he goes buddy it's been like this all year <laughs> and, you know so i kind of chuckle and i'm like well i'm sorry you know game goes over fine i cut to my last commercial before my pre- before my post game show uh, the guy shuts off the scoreboard. He walks over to me. He says, hey, how long do you need up here for your post game?" I said, 10, 15 minutes max, um, and, and I'll, I'll be out of, out of your hair. And he said, no problem. We're going to go start cleaning up down at the concession area. Take your time. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see you when you come down. I said, perfect. No problem. My, so just to fill you in, my post game show has three segments, okay? I got through the first segment, commercial. I got through the second segment. And I go to commercial. At this point, I've maybe been in my post-game show for eight minutes. You know, it's a relatively quick segment. Here's where things get dicey. So, I go to commercial. And all of a sudden, I hear a voice yell up the stairs to me. Hey, coach said you're done. We're locking up. Let's go. I take one of the sides of my headset off my head and I say, excuse me? And the guy reiterates, coach says you're done. Let's go. I'm a bit confused by this. Not Luck- not the most pleasant way no. to relay that information. No. Luckily, I'm on commercial. So, you know, this isn't getting picked up on the airwaves or anything. So I holler back down. I've got one final segment, and I've still got to pack up. I need a few minutes. A brief moment of silence. And the voice yells back to me again, you don't have a few minutes. You've got to go. So, as to avoid any confrontation at a at an away school in which I am a visitor and have no kind of backup with me, I come back from commercial, I wrap things up fairly quickly, I pack up, and I leave. I got kicked out of a booth. <laughs> well then. Um, so there, there are some other circumstances surrounding this that I, I feel like I should mention. Number one, uh, they started the second game early on me. So by the time I actually got on air, got through my opening sponsorship spiel, because I have to list all of my sponsors at the top of the broadcast. That is how we open each and every sports broadcast. We recognize our sponsors who have paid good money to put us on the air. By the time I got through all of that, we were already at the second batter because they chose to start the game 20 minutes early. So I lost all of my pregame segment. This team gets mercy ruled after five innings. And then they kick me out early on my postgame show. What time was it when they kicked you out? Uh, it was about 845. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, <laughs> uh, yeah. Seven o'clock game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that is uh, that is something that occurred on Friday night. <laughs> Does their team do radio as well? No, no, they don't. We're actually the so the two schools that I call are actually the only two within the conference that um that call radio. Uh, that could change next year because North Carolina just uh, finalized uh, realignment for high school conferences a couple of months ago. So 
my two schools will actually be moving into a different conference along with one school they're already paired with plus four different ones. Um, and I know a couple of those new schools are, are larger, you know, larger campuses and, you know, have pretty prominent uh, athletic departments. So they might have their own radio. But no, n- none of these do. So this is, you know, we're, we're a bit of an anomaly in our area. But but yeah, um, and I, I was kind of, you know, my my thing is that I'm an adult. This person was an adult, I'm assuming, because they never cared to actually bring their happy butt up the stairs to talk to me. They just yelled to me, not knowing whether I was actually on the air or not. Um, but we're, you know, we're at a we're at a kids' game when it comes down to it. And this is how, you know, this person chose to act. Um, and, and it's funny. So like, I pack up and I, I've got a good little bit of a walk to my to my car where I was parked at on Friday night. And I get in the car, and immediately my producer back at the station is calling me because I I'll always have somebody at the station who you know produces the show, you know, puts the commercials in that sort of thing. Sure. I answer, and he's like, "Are you okay?" And I say, "Uh, yeah, had a bit of an interesting circumstance." He said, and he goes. Well, I noticed you kind of went through that last segment quickly. I thought something had maybe gone wrong, and I then explained to him what had happened. And um, he's been doing this a lot longer than I have, and he goes, well, he said, I I hate to say it, but that's just the risk you run whenever you go on the road. And 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 it's true, but yeah. Uh, quite the uh, quite the circumstance. So uh, just uh, just a bunch of babies down there, you know. They got their butts handed to them in both games, and then boohoo, we want to go home. Oh my god! <laughs> so uh, that was my adventure in high school baseball on Friday evening. My goodness, that's that's kind of amazing. I I wish I could have. You know, I don't even need to have had a camera on you. I just wish I could have seen like a running heart monitor throughout yeah. the entire situation oh son i was wired i bet oh <laughs> i mean I, I i was as i walked down the stairs with my big 50 pound bag of radio equipment on my shoulder i was just ready to throw down with whoever oh i bet and fortunately <laughs> i walked out and like only saw like a couple of moms standing down there you know like still cleaning up and they were both like you know have a good night you know that sort of thing i have no idea who this was that yelled up to me I don't believe it was the coach uh, because I, I know who the coach is and it, it wasn't his voice. And the voice referenced the coach as someone else, too. Yeah, that, that would be a weird thing if the coach was like, hey, coach says you got like talking like Deion Sanders <laughs> at me or something. <laughs> That'd be weird. It, um, hey, and, 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 and I know I know it wasn't um, and I know it wasn't the athletic director either because I, I know him and I've met him several times and he's very pleasant guy to work with. He, he was probably already gone at that point so you know now i have the conundrum of i guess when i see my boss at the radio station next i kind of have to tell him what happened because one of his one of his biggest things that he has always told all of his sports guys is you know especially if you go on the road and there is any sort of incident you let me know about this so yeah i i get the fun time of now telling him uh, some goober uh, got me off the air early, earlier than normal. Well, I hope to hear uh, a follow-up to this story on next week's episode uh, regarding your conversation with your boss, because that seems like it'll be a fun one, too. 
yeah, I'm sure, which, which uh, he is also very good friends with this school's athletic director, so I have a feeling they're going to have a phone call this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As so, they should. Yeah. And you should get to stand there while that phone call is made. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it, it's, I, I can laugh about it now. Friday night, I was pretty hot about it. Oh, just yeah, because sure. It, I would have been livid. Know, you know, it's, it's just there's just a a degree of you know courtesy that should come along with these sort of things that there wasn't, um, and th- and that kind of irritated me. I laugh about it now, and obviously it's a fun story that I'll get to tell. You know, one of just my many adventures. Um, I, I you know I, I've gone on the road three different times, no, four different times now. And this was really only the the only negative experience I've had. One of the funnier experiences I've had. Um, I was calling a playoff game. I was like two hours away, you know, because once the playoff starts, there's no telling where you're going to end up. So I'm two hours away on the road. I'm set up behind the home play area, you know, on the other side of the fence. And so I'm, I'm just out among everybody. And the school that I'm at, an older gentleman comes walking over to me and I'm in the middle of just like my pregame. And I, you know, I'm talking about both of these schools and I, I see somebody out of my peripheral vision, like standing fairly close to me. And I happen to glance over and he kind of gives me a friendly smile. And then he steps over to me and like starts talking to me as I'm on the air. And so like, as I'm talking about the game that's going on, I'm looking at him with wide eyes, like pointing at my microphone that I'm wearing, <laughs> like trying to tell him I'm live right now. And so he gets the hint and he kind of he kind of steps back, but he hangs around again. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing is that like after I've never seen no radio guy before. So, so I go to commercial. I take I take one side of my headset off. I look over at him. I'm like, hey, you know. Can I help you with anything, bud? And he goes, where are you from? Oh, my God. And I tell him, and I tell him what radio station I'm with and and everything. And he goes, gee, before you came here? (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, no, I I came here straight from work. I I didn't have a chance to. And he goes, he goes, oh, well, I didn't know if you ate at the barbecue place before you came in. That's, that's a good meal there. You should have stopped there on your way in. And I just told him, yeah, that's what I've heard. I just didn't have time. I appreciate it, though. And then he just says, all right, well, you have a good night, and just walks off. Like, Is this, this all This is all on the air? No, no, no. I'm off oh. the air. I, I'm, I'm on commercial at this point, yeah. Like, he hung around to wait for me to go to commercial, and then he started asking me about my pregame, uh, pre-game rituals. So yeah, it's a it's fun stuff. But there's a there's sometimes a... sometimes southern hospitality gets in the way of common sense a little bit. Yeah, um, I'm I'm interested. So I'm going on the road three different times this summer, uh, for the summer league team that I'm calling, and I'm interested to see who I might meet in a couple of these towns that I'm traveling to because. Uh, two of them I know have a bit of a reputation, so this could be fun. I should have more stories later this summer. Excellent. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for that, and I certainly have no stories from from my week that are going to rival that. So, so how about we just make a smooth transition right into this week in baseball history? Let's do it. 
All right, we are going to jump into this week in baseball history. As always, you can find these facts at nationalpastime.com. And the week we're going to be looking at is May 31st through June 6th. Our first fact comes to us from May 31st, 1961. Carol Hardy, batting for Carl Yastrzemski, bunts for a single in the eighth inning of Boston's 7-6 loss to the Yankees. The Red Sox outfielder will be the only player to pinch hit for both Captain Carl and Ted Williams. Huh. Yeah. So, That's a cool little stat. Yeah. So, I mean, not a, not a tremendous career, but how, you know, you got to go around the rest of your life saying that you pinch hit not only for Ted Williams, arguably the greatest Red Sox ever, but you also got to uh, pinch hit for Carl Yastrzemski. That's, that's pretty darn cool. Yeah. I, w- always... I would have that on my wall, like, <laughs> on a on a large poster. Okay, okay, let, let, me, let me ask you this. What is your pinch hit for Ted and Carl moment? Oh, God. <laughs> Do I have one? Um, <laughs> so most of mine were less an accomplishment of mine and more of a reflection of of the high school I went to. As I think I've mentioned before, I went to a pretty small high school. And I was the first tennis player at my high school to have ever really, like, taken the game seriously at all. Right. So uh, it, it it was kind of cool in that I got to do a lot of firsts for my high school. So I was I was the first tennis player to win consecutive division tournaments at my at my high school. I was uh, I was the first player to ever win a match in the regional high school and 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 play in the uh, the regional finals. Uh, I I don't know if if those records have been matched since, but uh, was definitely fun to to be there at the time. I was I was also the only player to win uh three consecutive team MVP awards. So that's that's what I got. Well you gotta you gotta keep an eye on that because then if somebody happens to like break one of your records or something, you ought to just show up at the school one day and be like, Where's he at? Well it's all it's it's also a football school. So oh, okay. knew or really cared about tennis there. Right. Um, like we were we were kind of always the last ones to to go on at the at the annual awards dinner and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. That's fair. All right. Our next fact comes to us from June second, two thousand and three. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What? <laughs> you put me on blast with what was what was uh. my moment. What was what was your moment? Ooh. Um. I. <sighs> I don't know, Alex. I'm boring. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, like I always get to say that I called a no hitter in my second ever broadcast. Can't take that away from me. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cool. Like circumstance around me that that uh got to occur. Um, did you play sports in high school. I I did track and field my freshman year. I was on the really? field. Yeah, I, I was on the field team, so I did shot put and discus because I am not a runner. I was. I, actually did sh- I did shot put in like fifth and sixth grade <laughs> nice nice I was I was okay at it um you know like placed top 10 at a couple of meets that sort of thing it didn't help that we we were in a conference at the time with another school that had legitimately 
a three or four. I think he he might have won the state championship three years in a row in shot put and discus. Oh, like wow. this this kid was a monster, and he was not. He didn't have the physique that you expected someone like that to have. Yeah, like, I mean, a sh- uh, like a good shot put thrower should should just be a freaking moose built like a bowling ball. And he, like, and he like had he five, had ten three hundred pound kind of guys. Right, this guy was probably probably six foot tall, but maybe a buck sixty five soaking wet. Like very lean, you know, had had a broad frame, but like wasn't stout by any means. But dude was strong as a damn ox. It was unbelievable, and I, I'm pretty sure he won the state championship uh, for three A. His How soft heavier than shot puts, like ten or fifteen pounds. Easily, yeah. They're they're hefty. Yeah. I, I, I always enjoyed shot put more because I felt like I could get that technique down a little bit better. It was discus that I always, you know, was give or take with that. You I know, I discus. I always wanted to do that and javelin, but never, never had an opportunity to do it. Shot put and long jump were my events. Yeah, discus. So discus is so it's so different because if you've never done it before, you learn very quickly that it's not what you think it is at all you know so like the the number one thing that everybody does when they first start out doing discus is releasing it backhanded which is not correct you're actually releasing it from your forehand right yeah yeah which is like that's half the battle learning just to do that because naturally moving in that motion you're wanting to release it backhanded so it's it's a very you know unorthodox you know movement that you've got to learn that's half the battle right there learning to throw discus but yeah i mean but no uh, in high school you know i did that my freshman year and then really the rest of my high school tenure i either i either was in theater or i was working um i pretty much just started working in high school you know to keep random vehicles on the road at the time so that was kind of my high school high school tenure well now i know that i need to get in contact with your folks and get my hands on some some old school camcorder footage (laughs) camcorder Uh uh, footage of of you in a school play um yeah there's a there is certainly it has to exist (laughs) it certainly does it will never see the light of day um, we'll see about that. I got but your do, wife on the show. I can hunt your parents down too. Don't do that. <laughs> there may or may not. Never mind. No, I'm not gonna say it. No, 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 no. Stopping, stopping right there. What, what was what was the play? Uh, well, uh, we always did a musical in the spring, and one year we did a Broadway review, in which the show opened up with Vilkomen from Cabaret. <laughs> And I may or may not have been dancing on stage in a black vest and black pants with no shirt underneath. Yes. So I have to find it. I have to find it. This is my life's work now. (laughs) If you want to find a scantily clad high school can Matthews. Who doesn't? There you go. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Our next pack comes to us from June 2nd, 2003, bringing uh, Ted Williams back up again, actually. In one of minor leagues, in one of the minor leagues' strangest giveaways, 
The first 500 fans attending Ted Williams night at the Bisbee Douglas Copper Kings game receive popsicles. Many are critical of the event, believing the promotion mocks the recently cryogenically frozen Red Sox Hall of Fame outfielder. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, no. I, hey, I, it's I, Ted I, Williams I, night. We're going to give away popsicles. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I, I forget about that fact. But every time I'm reminded of it, it just, it blows my mind. You know, you son of a bitch, what did you just tweet? (laughs) Oh, I hate you so much. (laughs) Why in the hell Um, would you do that? Gentlemen, if you're listening to this show... Uh, if you want to go back and look at my tweet from 1.33 p.m. on Sunday, May 30th, I, I think you'll get a little kick out of it. Unless I make you delete it, you son of a bitch. I'm not going to. Okay. Anyway, Ted Williams <laughs> is frozen in a lab somewhere, and this team gave away popsicles. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Can can you give it can you give us a couple of bars? No. Please? No, I didn't have any solo. I was I was background singing. Welcome. <laughs> anyway. Alright. <laughs> Our next fact comes God almighty, I should have never mentioned that. Our next <laughs> fact <laughs> comes to us from June fourth, two thousand and one. I had never heard this story before, but I actually did some digging into it, and I've got some additional information on it. This is pretty neat, though. Uh, so after falling behind in the count three to nothing, Little League pitcher Robert Knight strikes out the final batter to complete a perfect game in which all 18 batters struck out. The five foot three, 12 year old also had three hits as the Tigers beat the Giants seven to nothing. So this was just a little, a random little league game somewhere that back in 2001 happened to get national press. This kid struck out all 18 batters he saw in six innings. And it was just, it was cool enough that it made national news. Fun fact fact about it. His parents missed the game. Oh, they were at another little league game with their other son that afternoon. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, you picked the wrong kid. Wrong kid. That. No, no, that's a different <laughs> movie. Wrong movie. OK, so let's see. He was 12 years old, 2001. So he was born in 89. So he is he's 32 now, which is interesting. Oh, or, he's still telling that story. Oh, for sure. He's got to be right. Yeah. 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 That's his uh, that's his pinch hitting for Carl and Ted story. (laughs) All right. Our next fact comes to us from June 6th, 2006. On the sixth day of the sixth month of the sixth year of the century, the Dodgers score six runs in the sixth inning during the sixth game of the homestand, beating the Mets eight to five on May 5th, 2005. The twins scored five times in the fifth inning en route to a nine to nothing victory over the Indians. Huh. Yeah. So six runs in the sixth inning on the sixth game of a homestand on June 6, 2006. 
fun. Wasn't I, that the day that the the remake of The Omen came out? June 6, 2006? How the hell would I know that, Cam? Because you were in the prime of your life in 2006. Who remembers release dates of random movies? I do, because they were like, oh, this movie's about the devil, so we're releasing it on 666. You're the only person that I would know that, that could remember such a thing. Look, I... Okay, I have a really weird memory, and it... <laughs> See? It it causes awkward inter like I remember things I probably shouldn't or I remember very useless useless things that will in no way help me through life. Um like, you know, I have interactions with people where I'll be like, Hey, remember when you said this thing seventeen years ago? And they're like, No, why in the hell do you remember that? Like it's 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 a it's a curse more than it is a blessing. <sighs> anyway Moving on. Alright. Our final fact, on a on a more serious note, um, as this episode is being released on Memorial Day uh, here, 2021, our final fact comes to us from June 6, 1944. Baseball cancels today's scheduled eight-game slate due to the Allied invasion of Normandy, known as D-Day. The military operation has 60,000 Allied troops, including several minor league players, landing along a heavily protected 50-mile stretch of the coastline in France to fight Germany to begin an offensive assault against Hitler and the Nazi party. So, fun fact about that, one of those minor leaguers on the beaches of Normandy that day was a minor league catcher by the name of Yogi Berra. Um, Yogi would, of course, make his major league debut a couple of years later. However, um, on this attack as well, six of those minor leaguers were killed in action. So on this Memorial Day, uh, I felt it was appropriate to at least make uh, make the notion to take a moment on this day, whether you're off or at work, and just remember why we observe this holiday, that, you know, we have friends, family, neighbors who have paid the ultimate sacrifice for us to be able to do the things that we that we love here in this country of ours and we should honor that you know not only today but every day and and remember those that we've lost along the way so enjoy memorial day spend it with friends and family but just remember why we're celebrating today all right guys well we are going to take a quick look at the last week for the braves and look ahead at the next one we'll see y'all in just a second all right since we recorded last week's episode on monday uh, actually don't have a ton of games to talk about. We had Tuesday off scheduled. We had Thursday off scheduled. We got Friday off because of rain. So we've got all of... And we might get Sunday night off because of we rain. we might get Sunday night off because of rain, too. So we have all of three not, games to talk about this week. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, didn't it rain all day yesterday in New York, like, leading up to the game? It like, may well have. I, I'm, I I'm think, not sure. I think it's just been a nasty weekend in New York all around, and tonight's not looking great. Uh, the ESPN broadcast is going to love it. I can't wait to see what uh, what anecdotes Alex Rodriguez fills the time with. Well, you know, Maddie, the this rain is falling harder than when Jennifer stopped returning my text a few weeks ago. <laughs> uh, a, a for effort there, Cam. Uh, I tried. I tried. <laughs> All right. I, so the I first so game much. of the week was last Tuesday. Braves were up at Fenway to to face the fighting Josh Goldbergs, the Boston Red Sox. Oh, God. 
uh, had Charlie Morton taken the hill against Garrett Richards and probably had Charlie Morton's best outing as a Brave, including both stints with the Braves. He looked fantastic going seven innings full without allowing a single earned run. He did allow an unearned run in the first inning, struck out nine and only walked two. Uh, Garrett Richards also threw a pretty decent game himself, went five and two thirds, allowing three earned runs, four walks and four strikeouts, had probably uh, had one of the top outings of the year out of Will Smith to close it out in the ninth. Braves win three to one, Uh, got a double from Freddie, got a uh, double from Acuna um, and uh, a pretty good game from another player who we are going to decline to talk about. Uh, But ultimately, Braves get the win. Uh, Coming off the back of a pretty good week the week before, that took them to 500. A team that's been desperately searching to to get over 500 gives themselves another opportunity to do so in the second game of the series against the Red Sox. So Will Will Smith really, he's not bad when you have a lead. Have you noticed this? Like, if you bring him in in a tied game save situation, he's not great. But, like, if you give the man just one run to work with, he's he's fine, which is just wild to think about. I'm, I just – it bothers me when you have those closer, closers, which seems to happen with some regularity, where you have those closers who are, are great with a lead but can't pitch in any other situation. Yeah. Well, he's the best we got. Well, anyway, go into go into Wednesday against the Red Sox back at Fenway with an opportunity to get above 500, uh, an opportunity that unfortunately went by the wayside. Red Sox ultimately win nine to five, despite the Braves coming out and taking an early lead up three to nothing in the second inning. Got a uh, got another home run out of Austin Riley going monster over the over the monster. I think it was a laser. It like, really was. <laughs> it Riley, was Riley wild. and Contreras both go over the green monster. Unfortunately, both of those home runs were kind of in garbage time once the uh, the Red Sox had a seemingly insurmountable lead. Uh, got another start out of Drew Smiley, hoping to see him build off of his last couple. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. Drew went five and a third innings, allowing five hits, seven earned runs, four strikeouts, and one walk. Gave up the two long balls that really put the game away for the Red Sox. And that's kind of what you fear when you have Drew Smiley coming in. I mean, he, he can be a good pitcher as long as he keeps the ball in the yard. And this was not his day to do so. So uh, Braves... Five innings probably would have been great. If yeah. we just if, if if they just pulled him after five, like just yeah, yeah, yet yet another questionable decision with his pitching from uh, from Brian Snicker. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's tough to see. It's, especially it's becoming a bit of a weekly occurrence, but it really is. I'm sick of talking about it. <laughs> so Braves dip back down below 500. They're at 24 and 25. So from there, we get the scheduled day off Thursday. We get the rain-delayed day off on Friday. So we're back on Saturday, unfortunately facing uh, Taiwan Walker, a pitcher who we have had trouble with this year. And uh, boy, did we have trouble with him again. Walker goes five innings without allowing an earned run, struck out eight and walked one. 
got probably the worst start of Ian Anderson's career, which you can't really hold against the guy given the way he's been pitching. He goes four innings, allowed four earned runs, struck out six and walked one. Uh, Braves end up losing 13 to two, uh, a result coming on the back of the Ozuna news. And, and you have to imagine that that, that played into this result a little bit. Uh, presumably the players heard about all this shortly before game time on Saturday. And, and I couldn't blame a single one of them if, if they struggled to, to keep their head in the game after that. Yeah, it was just, um, just not a good night all around. And, and, you know, with, with Ian, as well as he's pitched, you know, it, it's, it's easy to forget. He's still very young. And so every once in a while, you're, you're probably going to have a start like this where, you know, he's still a young guy. He is, he's going to have hiccups and bumps along the road. Goodness knows veterans do. So, you know, it, it is what it is. It was just, just one of those nights. Yep. And, uh, well, that, that wraps up our, our review of the past week for the Braves. Looking ahead, we might have Sunday night baseball tonight against the Mets. Maybe. Uh, looks like uh, looks like we are back on track to have to have Max Freed against Jacob Degrom on national television. So we'll we'll see what happens there. Uh, hopefully, we get to see this game tonight because that, of course, would be an outstanding pitching matchup. But if not. You know, coming off the back of, of two losses in a row, wouldn't wouldn't mind having the extra day off to gear up to come home and gear up for a four game set against the Nationals. What is up with that five ten start time on Monday? Memorial oh, that's Day. That's right. Man. That's right. It's Memorial Day. My bad. Yeah. I and, just uh, talked about it. You're right. And hey, if you if 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 you're going to the game on Monday, come find me. I'll oh, show up hey. with my Luke Jackson T-shirt. Say hi. How about it? We are. Which you can find to- at teespring.com slash source slash chatting average podcast. Bye, man. Awesome. But yeah, so uh, so on Monday, we've got Charlie Morton taking the hill against Joe Ross for the Nationals. Tuesday, we've got Drew Smiley back up on the hill. And we see Steven Strasburg for the first time this year. This hey, what's the weather start. looking like Tuesday in Atlanta? Uh, that's an <laughs> excellent question. It, I have how a hot going to be? <laughs> Probably steamy. 82 degrees for the high. That might be a little too much for Strasburg. I'm not sure. We'll see. Might, oh, no. Might have to be a healthy scratch on that one. Oh, no. Uh, Wednesday, we've got the third game of the series against the Nationals at 720. We have no announced pitchers for either team in that game, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think we can probably safely assume that Bryce Wilson will be getting the start for the Braves, although I wouldn't mind seeing them bring friend of the show Tucker Davidson back up to fill that spot. Are your dogs okay? Um, they are. Uh, they are uh, reenacting WrestleMania one in the background. I like it. Uh, fairly accurately, I might say. Guys, <laughs> guys, we're recording a podcast. Get him. <laughs> so going into Thursday, we have the fourth game of the home stand against the uh, against the Nationals. It's a getaway game for Washington, so that's a twelve twenty start. And we've got a pretty good-looking pitching matchup with Ian Anderson on the mound at home facing off against John Lester for the Nationals. I like it. So, yeah, uh, had, a, had a good result against the Nationals last time we played them. Really need a good result in this four-game set with them this time because that four-game set leads into a series with the Los Angeles Dodgers. 
Doyers? Seeing the Doyers for the very first time since that brutal, heartbreaking National League Championship Series loss. We have the first game on Friday at 7.20 p.m. on ESPN Plus with Max Fried on the mound against Julio Urias. So hopefully we get a, a great start out of Max Fried there. On Saturday, we've got a 7.15 start on Big Fox with Charlie Morton up against Clayton Kershaw. Sunday, we have a 1.20 afternoon start here at home with Drew Smiley back on the hill against Trevor Bauer. Oh, thank goodness we didn't get the primetime game for that one next Sunday. Oh, my God. Um, I uh, will also be in attendance for the Sunday game to watch all of Trevor Bauer's antics disrespecting the game. Sounds like your dogs are disrespecting your floor right now. They are disrespecting the carpet and the podcast. (laughs) All right. Well, a fun week ahead for sure. Seven games. Absolutely. So seven games, got four against the the Nationals, three against the Dodgers. Got to find four wins in there somehow and, uh, and get back to 500. So we'll see how that goes. And we'll talk to you about it on a brand new episode of the Chatting Average podcast right here next week. For Cam Matthews, I'm Alex. Have a good week, guys. Bye. With that, we've reached the end of the show. If you want to connect with the show, you can contact us via text or voicemail at 678-242-9408 or on Twitter at Average Chatting. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron at www.patreon.com slash chatting average. We'll see you all next week on another brand new episode of the Chatting Average Podcast.